What's going on, everybody? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of the Barangay Podcast Network. The music you're hearing right now is produced by the homie Gene from Brisbane, Australia. I'm on today with one of my favorite people out in Canada, calling in from Calgary, Alberta, the homie Jay. Jay, introduce yourself. Ooh, what's up, everybody? How are you guys? My name is Jay Avila. As Dom said, I'm from, uh, I was born and raised here in Calgary, Canada. And, uh, you know, I'm excited and nervous to be here. Excited and nervous. What's up, everybody? <laughs> That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. I'm glad you're nervous. So, uh, so Jay is Jay is a photographer. Jay is a dancer. Jay is Jay is a very bright soul in everybody's lives. Uh, Jay, Ooh. you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so, one of the first mediums I ever got into was dancing. Uh, funny story about that. Um, I don't know what year it was, but it was a year where High School Musical was a big thing. Um, <laughs> I remember I was at home alone one night, and there was a dance along going on on the TV. I'm like, you know what? Why not, bro? I'm home alone. I'm, I'm going to learn some High School Musical dance moves. Let's go. And turns out I had really fun. Like, that that night, it's pretty, I, I think it's pretty weird hearing this story right now. Like, what kind of kid just, you know, gets into dancing through dance along but it happens it happens it happened to me yeah you know what i mean and you know ever since that day i was like i really like dancing and turns out i actually got into b-boying first and the funny story of that was my mentor my first ever mentor in anything his name was josiah go um he got me into b-boying because at a dance i saw him doing some crazy ass moves and i wanted to be that guy because everyone was cheering him on and he was just blowing people's minds and everything. And, yeah. you know, since then, that was, I'd say, just at the end of grade school, actually, like elementary school, Damn. just very, very early in my life, very early. Um, from then on to like junior high, you know, grade seven, eight, nine, and then on to high school, 10, 11, 12, basically like six, seven years I've been dancing. And, you know, I'd be competing and stuff like that with my crew, music crew. Like M U S I C K is 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 dope. It's good memories, man. And you know, I love dancing. I still love dancing. And I, I, you know, one one of the greatest things that I ever learned from dancing is you know, it'll never it'll never go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You'll always have that rhythm. You always have that energy. You always have that confidence. And that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned from dancing is you always got to be yourself. You know what I mean? And there's no one else that can copycat you that way. So yeah, yeah. And then. So that's that's like a huge part of my life, dancing. And then right after high school, one of my friends, Angel Briones, got me into photography. And the way he got me into that was simple, was when I was in a dance studio, I saw him playing with the camera. I approached him, I'm like, teach me. And he did. And since then, it's been history, man. It was, it was crazy, you know, thinking about it. Um, we were just, I, I was just so young back then, man. And I think a lot of artists, can relate to this is you don't really have a set path and if you do good on you but most of the people mm -hmm. they don't right they don't mm -hmm. know what to do after high school whether to go into school or work you know what I mean and now is the biggest problem for me even now I still don't know what to do or what where is the right path to go on you know yeah. what I mean but you know saying that there is no right path there's only you know your own path you just got to make do with what you have right so I mean I, I sort of got lost track off there, bro. Holy, <laughs> let me rewind. Let me rewind. So yeah, when Angel head. showed me how to how to work her camera properly, I just you know I borrowed my mom's Canon T One I Rebel. It's really Whoa, really old. That's old. A really really old, old Canon camera, you know. But you know, every day after school, we would just be out in the city downtown in the heart of Calgary, just doing street photography every night there was never one night where we wouldn't be out me and angel and you know once we started doing that a lot more and started posting photos on instagram turns out a lot of other young creatives around the city wanted you know to join us in i guess our, our little adventures too mm -hmm. and we ended up you know similar to how barangay boys started you know we started making our own group of about 12 people 
and we we call ourselves people's ambitions <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of corny but it was, it was <laughs> sick because for calgary like the one thing about calgary is such a small city that i think there's only about a population of like two million not okay. even less than that i think less than that even okay. you know and the art scene here because calgary alberta in general is a very oil in industry province in canada okay, you know okay. I mean? yeah, yeah not much art scene here you know so back then when me and angel were trying to you know find more people to learn photography from and mentors and stuff like that and to get an art scene going it was really hard really really hard because yeah. everyone is really in their own bubble you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you know us creating people's ambitions i think it really electrified the city into you know stepping outside of, of the circle that everyone was in and just you know to reach out to one another and that was back in like 20 2015 so about four years from now yeah since those four years i can definitely say that calgary has grown a lot in not just the photography scene but the dancing scene the mc scene the poetry scene even the comedian scene like it's crazy there's a lot of small talent here but the numbers are huge like it's it's crazy you know and I, i i think about this a lot you know throughout my day is you know even though calgary is such a small small city you really take in the fact and appreciate the fact that it's growing and you are able to see that growth does that make sense no yeah absolutely wow, that's pretty hype yeah that's pretty hype and so it's like with the with the growth of the city that you're seeing now it's like you're seeing everything firsthand because like it really started from from basically nothing right like the community didn't really exist before and now it's just growing and growing and you're witnessing everything you know what i mean that's Versus exactly like, it yeah yeah that's exactly it. I, could, I couldn't have explained it better than you did, <laughs> you know? Because, um, I mean, remember the first time I went to uh, visit New York with Brandon? Yeah, yeah. Back in 2017, about two years ago? Yeah. Bro, we were like kids, like little kids <laughs> in like a, in like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was, that was I, both of your first times in New York, right? That was both of my, that was both of our first times in New York. That was my first time in America ever. Yeah, word. Yeah. And it was just crazy to see how huge and how busy a city could be, you know? It made Calgary look like it was dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> but after that week of, of, of traveling, with Brandon and, and you know meeting you guys for sure like that yeah, was yeah. the best highlight for sure of that trip coming back to Calgary it really made me appreciate how you know how small everything was because like you said you get to see everything come up from the bottom and you get to be a part of that growth and you know you get to be a part of that community like the community here in Calgary for the arts is very very it's very very tight you know what I mean it's, very, Word. it's like a family almost it is a family you know and that's yeah (laughs) that's good though that's really good though you know like as long as as long as like community needs to exist for for the arts to grow you know what i mean like one single individual Mm -hmm. can't just elevate the art scene of a whole city by by his or herself you know Mm -hmm. like in Mm -hmm. order for culture to develop in a city in order for creative culture to develop in a city like it needs to be a collective movement you know otherwise it's just not going to go anywhere exactly yeah that's exactly it you know you can never do you can only go so far alone mm-hmm. but when you're with a group of like-minded people that's just genuinely support each other and feed off of each other's work and energy it's just you can't even explain how far you can go yeah for sure you know it's for it's sure. a powerful thing and then and the whole thing comes down to influence you know um for for me and i think a lot of artists you know trying to start off their creative career i think it's safe to say that influence is one of the best things you can give back to the world you know what i mean it's like it's it's just so good to influence someone in a positive way in a creative way and to hear them say hey thank you for for inspiring me that's like the greatest gift anyone could ever give me you know what i mean and that's why i love i love to inspire people you know it doesn't matter what i'm going to be doing as long as i inspire people to do good things and to be the best versions of themselves and create the best work that they can create 
that's that's just all I can ask for yeah. in this life, you know? Because that just makes me happy. You know how, like, happy I am, bro. I'm, like, super <laughs> out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. No, no, like, on that note, let's let's talk about, let's talk a little more about dancing and shit, man. Like, are you mm-hmm. still, are you still, like, actively dancing today? Like, are you still on a crew? Are you still taking classes and things like that? Like, what's, what's your, what's your life like with dance these days? Not, uh, not as much as I'd love to be, you know, yeah. but that's all on my decision making. Mm-hmm. But before, like, during that eight, that six to seven year span of me just practicing dance, not only was, it was, not only was I practicing with my crew, like almost every day after school, just training ourselves and stuff like that, learning new moves and everything, building routines. I'd be in dance classes throughout school as well, you know, like the dance program and stuff. So yeah. not only was I just b-boying, I was learning how to do African dance. I was learning how to do tap dance, house dance, oh, really? voguing, the whole thing. Because my high school, Father Lacole, had his, such a great dance program. In fact, it was like, I'd, I'd probably say it's one of the best in the city. And that was because not only the teachers, but the students just really loved to dance and they really loved to perform for an audience. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it, it's like that whole thing I said about inspiring people. It's when you, when you know you have so much potential in yourself and you can share that back to the world, you want to go full out. And I think that was what my high school father, Lacombe dance was all about, was just going full out. Um <clears throat> But yeah, like I learned all those types of dances because we'd always have a huge winter show and then a huge spring show. And then it got up to the point where there'd be like an after school, high school um, dance competition where high schools from all over the city would come together for an event and just showcase their, you know, their piece. And then a panel of, of, uh, of judges would, you know, judge based on performance and see who would bring the title home and it was just it was really huge man it was really Damn. crazy so yeah. so when when you were in school was it like was it like you were you were in a dance program in your high school or were you just yes okay so it's yeah. more so your school was kind of more specific where you were able to pick what you wanted to focus on not really um it was more like it was an extracurricular oh okay, kind of okay, thing. okay. Okay. Yeah, there's something that you you definitely make time for. So imagine that, you know, high school studying and doing, you know, dance on the side. It got really hectic. It was really yeah. hectic, yeah. you know, like to the point where a lot of us would be very sleep deprived. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but not only that, um, not only was I in the school dance program, I was also in a b-boy crew. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. with that aspect of things, we would compete in competitions and stuff like that. And that would be solely on our own time where we'd meet up somewhere in the city and just keep practicing our skills and stuff like that and learning new moves. But now now that like I'm thinking about that whole explanation of things, I really learned how to keep myself determined. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and really like train myself well and how hard I wanted to get good at what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. That's, I guess, another lesson I can learn from dancing is just how to be self-determined and how to keep that self real strong because in the end, everything's a mind game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, it sounds like you put a lot of dedication into that because like, I mean, it's, it's similar to like me. I played, like I did sports in high school. I did choir and theater and shit like that. And mm-hmm. it was it was always very busy. Oh, you, know? you did theater, really? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. I was a theater crazy. boy. I, was a theater I didn't boy. know that. I was lead roles and everything, man. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> I was a theater boy, but that's that insane. even that stuff was a pretty heavy workload, you know. Yeah. And then, like, were you also working in high school? Because I was working in high school too. So, like, when you put all of that oh, together from God. school to the extracurriculars and then working a job after all that shit, it's just like. Mm-hmm. That was stressful, man. It's nonstop. Yeah. It got to the point where like you'd come back to school the next morning and you just fall asleep in class. Like Yeah, exactly. Time, exactly. Know? Which I got Me caught every day. for all the time. <laughs> I mean, it was just hectic, man. It was hectic. Yeah. Yo, now that you bring up that you're in theater, I, I was in a play once too, man. <laughs> <laughs> what play was that? Uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. From, oh really? Yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. It's Shakespearean play. I actually played Puck. The fairy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was it was pretty fairy. hilarious. It was it was it was a sick experience because 
um, all the b-boys in the school were the fairies. So it was what? like a dance and a play. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Man. How does that it's work? Like, yeah, it was like, I don't know. I just jumped on a box and was like, how now, spirit? Whither wander you? <laughs> 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 yeah no it was pretty cool it was really that's cool. dope that so that was in that was in high school too right that was in high school as okay, well okay. yeah yeah oh that's dope yeah, yeah but so, those were my best years i feel like i sound like one of those guys saying oh yeah high school was the best time of life no it wasn't <laughs> i'm not one of those guys you please guys, in high school everyone listening yeah no my peak has yet to come my peak has yet to come <laughs> but yeah bro um, so you said you also did you also pick up photography when you were in high school or was that after that was like the end, right at okay. the end of my senior year, right after graduation kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a quick, quick switch. I don't know what really happened. I don't remember what really happened, but I think I just, I really just fell in love into the idea of, of practicing into a new medium. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just like feeling that refreshment of things, of learning something new and building that momentum. I think that's what really happened that would that really got me into photography it was just it was so new you know because i i think if i think if, if i um if i put it out this way like dancing it's just the art of movement and photography was the art of capturing movement that's how i saw it at the time okay you know, and it was such a different thing for me that i just wanted to keep learning and learning and learning and that's what i did you know i never went to class for, for photography it was all just on the street it's all just sharing knowledge with people that I'd run to into the street and stuff, you know, with my group people's ambitions. It's crazy. Is you know, if if you want to look at like our stuff, like <laughs> it's just really a bunch of young Asian kids in the streets of Calgary at night. <laughs> and yeah, if you check us on YouTube, we have there's like people's ambitions. If you search that up, it, like you'll see what we did back then, and it's it's pretty funny to look back at. But you know, mm-hmm. that's how I that's how I how i got started into all of it so yeah huh. so you, you mentioned something there that i was going to ask you later on um mm. with the dancing scene and with like you said with people's ambitions it was a lot of asian kids running around in the streets what's the diversity <laughs> like in calgary <laughs> like like what's it diverse. like diverse yeah there's actually a lot of immigrants i'm gonna from say where? that right like now. from where from, from asia from india from everywhere to be honest yeah even from south america like the the the, the, um, the diversity here in calgary is actually it's pretty pretty good i'd say it's pretty mixed it's mixed well i'm gonna say that mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that is because you know a lot of families move to canada you know what i mean because it's so easy to compared to america yeah i think i remember lancer saying that yeah, yeah. Um, in the in the in the previous episode, and it's it's true. You know, that's why my parents immigrated here when when um, before I was born, they moved to Canada because you know, I feel like immigrant parents they always want the best for their children, which is such like an amazing thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To think back on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't really find a hard time fitting in with a group here in Calgary. Yeah. I like it really just all fell together. Yeah. Oh, that's good, you know man. I mean? That's good. So were there mm-hmm. there's a lot of Filipinos there, right? A lot of Filipinos. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of Indian people. There's a lot there's a lot of everyone, you know what I mean? It's okay. a it's a okay. nice blend, you know. Oh, I wouldn't really say anything bad about the diversity here in, in Calgary, Canada. Yeah. For Canada for that matter. Yeah. So no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's go back into photography, I guess. Um, yeah. What's going on with uh, with people's ambitions these days? Do you guys still oh, exist? We've we've, uh, we've definitely been on a hiatus for sure. For how long? Um, uh, I'm gonna say like a good two years. Damn, really? A good two years. But like the thing is, I about that was I think it was because a lot of, of the members in our group at the time, they really had to focus on other things, very important things. And that was, you know, graduating and, and, and family things and stuff like that and self-growth, which I, I understand, you know what I mean? Because I think at the time I was very hard on everybody mm-hmm. on in, in trying to, you know, put on for the city and, and, and to work on projects that we weren't really 
I guess, inspired to do because it was really forced. I think I really forced that upon them. So, you, you know, as a leader, as one of the leaders of the group, I think I really learned from that experience is you can't really rush art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Art has to really flow from the heart. You know what I mean? It has to flow, yeah. but it has to flow purely. You know, you can't rush it. You can never rush it because if it's rushed, it's not going to be the best that it can be. Yeah. You know, but the one thing I love about people's ambitions is people are still using our tag and people are still remembering, you know, the first few days where, or first few months, the years that where it was actually very active, you know, especially for Calgary. And that's the whole thing that I, I talk about here in Calgary is you really get to see the growth of things. And people don't really forget about that because it's it's hard to forget, you know, yeah, in, in such a small city like this. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, of course, me and Brandon, we're still, you know, pursuing our things creatively, you know, whether, you know, sometimes it'd be together, sometimes it'd be, you know, just personal passion projects. But if there's like one guy out of the group that's really putting on for the city and, and you know, keeping the people's ambitions name alive it's it's really jose palenka i've um geez he's i don't even know where to start with him man he was born and raised in calgary as well and he moved out to vancouver and turns out this guy is now a studio manager over there and wow believe it or not he's like he's younger than us bro whoa we're like 22 yeah yeah i'm 22 he's i think he's just 20 turning 21 wow yeah it's insane He's so young, but he's but Jose is like so full of energy and so full of determination, and he's just the the amount of things he can do for an artist is just it's a huge list. He can do photography, he can do videography. He's a studio manager, bro, so he can like <laughs> set everything up for you. Like it's crazy, yeah. You know, um, he's met up with like YG's producer. He told me that once and Whoa. it's crazy like yeah and he still keeps in touch with him and everything like this guy's like flexing bro <laughs> you know what i mean but you know i feel like 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 i said before the thing is when you influence and you, and you start a movement like it's never going to die as as, as long as it keeps on going you know yeah. like the th- like we used to talk about this all the time when we were in new york is do we ever see brown eye boys dying and no man it's forever it's forever because it's just you can't stop it now especially with how how much we've done and how far we've gone yeah you know and you know you you don't even need to be in a group to have that influence bro if you're if you're an artist listening to this right now one thing i can tell you is just you need to take your time but don't waste your time i used to tell everybody that you know what i mean why as long as you why do you tell people why because I feel like everyone, especially in this day and age, especially with Instagram, everyone's always looking at other people's success, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they really put down their own goals and their own, I guess, milestones because they keep on comparing. I used to be one of those artists mm-hmm. where if I wasn't at the same level as someone else, I would put myself down and put my self-confidence down. Yeah, and yeah. that's just like such a common toxic thing in any art community. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you really, I feel like everyone really needs to get rid of that and just focus on their self and focus on their own pace of things because that's just, it's just the healthy way to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. No, I totally agree. You know, some people will blow up, you know, in a a matter of a year. Some people, it'll take them a few more years, but as long as you don't stop, right, you'll get there. Exactly. It's not, it's not a race. That's what I always say. It's not a race yeah so like where where are you at with photography right now like how active have you been (laughs) you know what i've just gotten back into it after like six months which is a long time that's a a lot of that it is a long time but like because after the new york gallery i came back home and i realized that i really needed to help my family out Mm -hmm. and i really need to 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 develop myself as you know as a human being and really prepare myself mentally for the future you know because the goals i have been set in mind for myself i knew at the time i wasn't ready to take it to take it at that state does that make sense yeah no definitely yeah 
because uh, to be honest the new york gallery was amazing probably like my best milestone for sure in my creative career but it took a lot to get there i had to yeah. sacrifice a lot to get there yeah yeah like i came back pretty much broke <laughs> i came back broke i came back without a job i was like damn you know it was worth it you know but i think I put myself into that position because I knew that I needed to work even harder to get to the next goal. Yeah. You know? So I found another job. I just kept working, helped my family, helping myself, you know, just self-care, man. Self-care. Yeah, I think self-care sure. is an art. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. I haven't heard that one before. Huh. Maybe you're right. You're onto something with that. It self-care is. is I art. think it definitely is. It is, man. Like self-care, like physically, spiritually, mentally. It's it's all in art, man. Mm-hmm. There's art in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why you do street photography. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and that's one thing I lo- always love about street photography. That's how I'm getting back into it now, like mm-hmm. out of this hiatus of photography. Is I'm just going back to the basics. I started out with street photography. Let's get back into it because I think right now I'm too focused on like concepts and portraits, portraits and and events you know and and i think it's just uh, like i said the whole thing of instagram seeing what everyone else is doing it's like i gotta stay away from that and just feel what i need to do for myself yeah for sure so yeah so when, when you're shooting street nowadays like what are you shooting with are you shooting oh, digital I'm film s- i'm still shooting with my digital my fuji film next to one okay okay but film is just it's another world you yeah. know film and digital i just i love taking film it's just i think it's really because of the suspense right you yeah. take one shot you don't know how it's going to come out until you develop it when you look at it you're like wow that's how it came out and it's like sick <laughs> <laughs> and that that and also because film is like it's like a time capsule man you you have these little rolls you know 35 milliliter film you can mix it up with a bag of 10 shake it up and you, it's like <laughs> it's like a lottery bro you never know what you're gonna get you know exactly you never know what you're gonna get and every time you get those prints back your jaw just always drops like oh yeah this moment yeah oh yeah i took these photos you know yeah so do you shoot a lot of film when you were in new york i shot a lot of film what happened to those photos you still posting those oh i still have them though they're archived for sure oh and i did post them yeah yeah Yeah, i did um I, i i went to new york with like I think around 15 rolls of 35 milliliter film. Yeah. Like some Kodak gold 200, some like basic ass ones you can find at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. And then it came back and they're all full. I was really chapped though, because like one of the rolls I did double exposure over there in New York. And I didn't realize that because they're double exposed going through the x-ray would blank them out. I was so chapped. Yeah. 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 See, that's another risk. I know, I know, I know. Which I did. I, I think I remember. I, I, I think I did remember having them scan checked. But they're, but they were like, because there were so many rolls, like 15 rolls, they're like, nope, just throw it in the bin. I'm like, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. I try not yeah. to fly with my film anymore. Like, yeah. When That's I was... one of the down, I guess, you know, the down thing, down things about film. Yeah. When I was leaving New York, coming back here to Manila, I gave all my film to Tim and he just now developed that shit three months later. <laughs> Tito Tim. <laughs> Shout out to Tim. Yeah, dude. I gave him yeah. all my film because I didn't want to risk it getting fucked up on the x-rays. Yeah. You know, because like sure, you said, if, if it's a That's lot of smart. rolls, they might be like we're going to x-ray this because this is 10 rolls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might look shady That's to them. smart. I don't see what sure. the big deal is because like film is film. Like if mm-hmm. you got, if you have 15 rolls of film and you have one film camera on you, they should know that like, okay, yeah, this guy's just taking photos. <laughs> yeah. No big exactly. deal. Yeah. No. Freaking security check. Freaking TSA. Yeah. That's Freaking not fun. customs. It's not fun. Not fun yeah. at all. Yeah. Not fun at all, bro. So, for those of you who don't know, Jay is Jay is one of the OG members of the collective. <laughs> uh, Jay Jay and Brandon came to New York to. Uh, I don't even know why did you guys come to New York just for fun in 2017. Just for fun, bro. Yeah, just for fun. 2017, me and Brandon, we we were originally supposed to go to Vancouver and just you know 
you know, just meet up with creatives. That was really our goal was just mm-hmm. to really just meet other artists and just take more pics because I think at the time me and Brandon were just really bored <laughs> of the yeah. Calgary scene. So we're like, yo, let's go out, let's go travel. And I think it was it was me that messaged him a few months before actually leaving to Vancouver. We're like, bro, why don't we just go big, man? Why don't we just go to New York? <laughs> and then he was like, okay, I'm down. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> you know? Because I, th- I don't think I was really prepared for his response. But, you know, it ended up being one of the best trips of our lives. My life, for sure. Yeah. You know? And, you know, 2017, holy two years. A lot has happened since then. Mm-hmm. But a lot has happened getting to that first trip in New York. Because I remember the first way we met you guys was through like an Instagram live video on Josh's account. Is that what <laughs> happened? I don't even know how that yeah. happened, bro. I was they literally were all just in like... Times Square. There was Geo. There was Paulo. There was a wow. whole bunch of New York photographers. <laughs> we joined the chat and me and Brandon were just like hammering the chat. We're like, yo, we're from Canada. What's up? You guys are sick. What's up? <laughs> yeah. But like, that's just the power of social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just one little thing could lead to another and that's what happened we started talking to josh that's how that happened really that's how that happened and then he introduced what? us to to paulo and paulo started conversating with us and it just it was like a domino effect man. we kept meeting everyone else and then you know once we landed it was just so surreal that we met you guys in person it's like dude we were seeing you through like <laughs> a little screen you know what i mean and now you're here face to face and yeah it's like what's up <laughs> you know yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah but like oh man that trip was crazy i remember yo do you guys remember i was in jail before that flight we don't have to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't in jail i was in a holding cell all right uh, I yeah, remember. yeah but <laughs> that's what forget. you know that's why i made that trip so much better so for everyone listening i got stopped <laughs> at customs yeah i got stopped at customs before the flight because apparently there's a warrant for my arrest for trespassing on railroads. Guess why was I tres- trespassing on those railroads? For photography. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that happened. I missed my flight. Brandon was already there. And, you know, the thing that sucked was, like, no one knew where I was because they took my phone. Oh, right? my God. So, like, for about 12 hours, everyone thought I was dead. Damn. And as soon as I got out, I was like, yo, I'm alive. I'm getting a flight next morning. It's still good to go. And it was just, yeah, it was a hectic. It was a hectic That's crazy, experience. man. That's still crazy. Hectic for sure. Hectic That's so wild. Sure. But you so made it. Wild. You made I it. I did. I did. I did make it. Yeah. You guys are like, you guys are like kind of the reason why all this happened. You and Brandon. Shout out to Brandon as well. Brandon's going to be on the podcast very soon. Mm-hmm. You and Brandon are kind of like a huge part of the reason why all of this happened. Everything we've done over the last couple of years. Because like. We never really had any intentions of, of like growing outside of like just the New York homies, you know. Like, <laughs> really, the whole reason we started that group chat was just so that we could all link up and hang out and shoot and stuff like that. But yeah. then, like when when people like you and Brandon came into play, coming into New York, when like when Tom T. Dangy came into play, and we started adding yeah. you guys into this group chat, it was just like, whoa, like we can still be friends with people in other cities. Exactly. <laughs> like it doesn't have to just be us. Like yeah you guys had a huge impact on that and then like you guys came back of course and then the following year was it the following year yeah yeah it was like a year apart yeah yeah, yeah. it happened so quick thinking about it now and and that's the, that's the whole thing i talk about you know social media using social media as a tool you mm-hmm. know and that is the perfect example of how you can use it to your benefit you know it's just uniting creatives together or like-minded people together and doing something bigger or creating something bigger than than yourselves and that's exactly what we did yeah because like i remember you guys i remember the moment you guys added me and brandon to that chat <laughs> like, i got a notification from facebook messenger it was just a bunch of you guys and i was like oh it's going down <laughs> you know what i mean like it's getting serious because you know? i was so surprised how 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 easy we all clicked you know what i mean yeah because you know you gotta understand i've never been to america I watched a lot of movies. I thought <laughs> everyone was going to be an asshole to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah. yo, who's this guy from Canada? From Canada, you know what I mean? 
let's take advantage of him. But no, you guys were like super humbling. You guys were super knowledgeable. You guys were just dope, man. You guys are like my brothers. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it was crazy. Forever. Like it did. It was there was no awkward moments at all. You know, and the fact that you guys like for a week took care of us. You know what I mean? Showed us everywhere where to go, what spots to shoot at. It's just it was nuts. Like I couldn't have asked for like a better first trip to america that was the best like elite a1 freaking <laughs> a1 solid. baby yeah a1 bro. Steak like sauce. that trip that trip was valid bro <laughs> <laughs> wow. the new york slang i haven't even said that in so long <laughs> yeah but yeah. as i was saying it's crazy how like a group chat you know what i mean mm-hmm. on facebook really turned into something huge like the gallery in new york yeah and I would have never, ever imagined it getting that far. But, you know, that's what happens when you put a group of people together all working towards the same goal. Is it, it, yeah, it will actually work. It will, it will happen. It will be history in the making. Yeah. So. Yeah, bro. So since we're kind of talking about it right now, like what, what's your what's your favorite social media platform right now? Mm, Twitter. You already know <laughs> that, bro. You know it's Twitter. You know. It used to be Instagram for sure. It used to be Instagram for sure before the algorithm, before all the changes. And I think because back then it was just, it was so easy to connect to people yeah, through an app and it's so easy to, to display your work. And, you know, it was easy to people for people to make a business off the Instagram account. Like that's nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think Instagram would have ever thought people would make money off their Instagram accounts or use it as a platform or sort of a layout you know what i mean to show mm-hmm. like some people wouldn't even need a website they just link their instagram and everything would be there yep you know and now it's just it's so hard you know with the algorithm and everything but at the same time people just adapt to it you know yeah i think as an artist you always have to keep adapting to the way things go and whether that's you know trying to do, to portray your artwork out there or share it or trying to be more creative, you always got to be adaptive to the things around you because the world keeps changing, right? So as artists, we got to keep changing too because you just got to keep moving and keep inspiring yourself for sure. Yep, yep. Um, so, so then but, why Twitter for you? Oh, man, just because I just, I love just talking shit on there, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's just, you can, you know, before Twitter used to be really toxic, you know, it's just people subtweeting each other, but now it's just no one really cares, you know? Yep, exactly. You can share photos on there, people fucking like it, people will retweet it, you can post about your feelings on there, whatever, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter, man. It's it's so easy, it's so easy to use, that's why. And, you know, Twitter, I don't think Twitter has ever changed ever since it began. The only thing they changed was just layouts and stuff like that. Yeah, know? exactly. Or and the, uh, even and the when character they limit changes, for the longer tweets. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> character yeah. for the longer tweets yeah <laughs> instead of two sentences you can write a whole paragraph now, so yeah exactly you can rant more that's all it is you know and they're yep. smart about it though you know they know people want to rant on twitter and stuff yeah like that you know so it's they're really smart with it and they they, they say true to themselves you know and that's i think that's a lot of things that social media platforms out there can learn from twitter is just to keep it simple and you know to keep it moving um yeah, yeah, for sure. That's just why for I sure. Do you do you share a lot of your do you share a lot of your photos on Twitter? Or most a lot of my film there? photos. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my film stuff for sure. And you know, with film, it's just a lot of personal photos with me. You know, it's me and my friends and my family. You know, things that like family gatherings or parties. Yeah. You know, but I think that's that's one of the greatest things I love about ph- photography is you can look back at a moment and you can. can literally stop at time right you can really capture yeah. a moment in time and look back at it and that's why I, I love film because it's just it's just so easy to do that and it's just so easy to make like photo albums and stuff like that and yeah i post a lot of a lot of my film photos on twitter for sure i actually have like a whole thread of it and it's just nostalgic to look back at man yeah it's it just, you capture happiness you know what i mean moments with your friends and stuff it's nice mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's forever, man. Photography is forever. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, I noticed something interesting about Twitter where it's like, you know, when you're sharing your photos on Twitter, like, although you might not get as much engagement that you would see on Instagram in terms of mm. likes, but the, the, the engagement that you do get on Twitter is usually more worthwhile. Like, it's usually more... Genuine. More, yeah, exactly. It's usually yeah. more genuine. And I, I'm curious why that is. 
I think it's because Instagram, everyone's just scrolling. Yeah. Really quick, you know, with the thumb. Really quick, really quick. Double tap, yeah, yeah. really quick. Whereas Twitter, you actually, you know, if you see a photo, it's one, one first of all, it's high res. I love that. And yeah, you of know, course. You don't have to worry about cropping or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But another thing is, it's, you know, the layout of, of posting media on there is very engaging too because first off you have to click on the photo and you got to swipe and you actually it actually makes the viewer take time and to, to process whatever you're posting you know what i mean yeah exactly so if you're posting like you know something really dope they're gonna really take into the details and stuff like that and really you know not just swipe past it really quick yeah you know what i'm saying so i think that's why a lot of people love twitter now especially photographers because it's it's just so easy and yeah and like you said it is just so much more genuine in that like 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 you were saying before how twitter is is kind of just more personal where you can put anything there Mm -hmm. you know and then like once it once it comes to sharing your images and then you know you can kind of put a better caption on it i think because just the just the layout the format of twitter kind of allows for text to be more important than the, the image obviously because the image always gets struck yeah. down while you're scrolling through. And so, like, it allows text to be even more personal than it is on Instagram. So then when you combine the two on the same platform, it's like, whoa, man, this shit is powerful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. You, yeah, I have a really hard time explaining things, but you, you're so <laughs> fluid with it, man. You're so fluid with it. That's why I'm a host. <laughs> <sighs> oh, jeez. I think I'm just nervous still, bro. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, bro. Well, all right. So we're coming to our closing here. Jay, I just got a couple mm-hmm. more questions for you, if that's all good with you. For sure. For sure, for sure. All right. Sure. Um, I'm going to start off with, like, what are some what are some books or TV shows or movies or anything like that, music that you've been consuming lately that you might want to tell people about? Mmm, music. I feel like I always have good music to share. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. You know? And I think one of the biggest things why music is, I think, one of the most influential art forms out there is because it's literally vibrations going through the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have this theory. Some of you guys are going to laugh hard at this, but it's because our bodies are like mostly water, right? It's like 80% water or something like that. Mm -hmm. What happens when you put vibrations through water? It vibrates the water too, bro. So you're literally (laughs) being vibrated by the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think it's so powerful, bro, because it's literally like making us wavy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Wavy. But uh, I think, I guess, one of the artists I can share right now for you guys to listen to would probably be Dominic, Dominic Fike. Oh, man. He is nuts. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about him. I haven't yeah, listened to Yeah, bro. Yet. He is, I don't know, his his sound is just unique, you know? Not even that, but, like, the, the person he is, you wouldn't really expect him to be, you know, that sort of sound. You know, and it's just it's just himself, though. You know, it's so diverse and it's it's crazy. It's out there like his one track, West Coast Collective. Oh, man, that's probably my favorite off of his disco, like discography for sure. Okay. I think um, I've heard that before or the yeah. name is very familiar. I've probably come across it before. He's 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 blowing up now for sure. He's yeah, I think he performed that early loud. For sure in oh really miami in new york yeah. oh in miami okay, okay yeah yeah i'm pretty sure thomas made a video for him bro bro oh yeah, yeah he did shout out to I T. Saw that. yeah shout bro. Out to as always <laughs> wild bro a god a legend a myth um <laughs> yeah that's just one of the artists i've been listening to lately um yeah and then any, for any tv like, shows or movies tv shows movies you know what? For movies, I Paulo really brought this one up in the first episode. Um, Travis Scott's documentary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring that up because yo, you guys need to see that. That's that's probably it's such a weird, you know, not weird. I'm sorry. I, how should I put this together? Um, it's a unique way to be a documentary for an artist. It's very okay. unique for sure. 
And, you know, because I wasn't really into Travis Scott at first and his music and his sort of, you know, whole energy. But after seeing that documentary and listening back to his World album, mm-hmm. I really, it really opened up a second perspective on things for sure. Um, yeah, that. And, oh man, another movie, Creep, on Netflix it's it's totally irrelevant but it's like it's a, it's a thriller <laughs> movie it's okay. a thriller movie but you guys need to watch it. it's such a short film it's an hour and 30 i literally watched this movie yesterday and yeah. it's, it's just, i can't get it out of my mind because it's it's well done it's like no bullshit it's straight to the point it creeps you out and at the at the end you're just like wow really you know what i mean <laughs> so Damn, i'll check that out it. yeah i'll check that out it's a creep mm-hmm. i'll watch it I'll watch it as soon as we're done on this call. <laughs> oh, buddy, you should watch it with your girl for sure. I don't know if you can watch it alone. It's pretty, it's pretty hectic, bro. It's like really, it's like yeah, that. You need to watch it with someone, bro, because it's just it'll scare you for sure. All right, we'll do, we'll do. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I don't yeah. like to be scared. <laughs> I'm scared of nothing. I ain't scared of nothing. Scared of nothing. Scared of nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Let's see what else. Um. Next one is, who were some of your earliest inspirations? Like, whether it be in dance or in in uh, in photography or arts, things like that. My inspirations? Mm-hmm. People inspiring me right now. Definitely you guys, for sure. Every day, every day when I catch up on the group chat, you guys are always just moving forward and, you know, creating positive energy out there for yourselves and others. You guys are definitely on the top of my list. Like everybody off the ground my group for sure. Like Thomas, you, Lancer, Jess, Paulo, Josh, like everybody, like I like there's just no one. You know, Felice, Zach, like everybody, Brandon even. You know, you guys for sure on the photography part of things. And for the dancing world, oh man, you guys need to check out Phil Wizard from Wizards Crew. He is representing Canada in the Red Bull BC one competition right now. Okay. And it's just like the, if you think of like the Super Bowl for football, this is like the Super Bowl <laughs> for B-Boys. And I'm okay. serious. Like, it's crazy because like to, in order to represent your country, you got to go through so many preliminary rounds and defeat mm-hmm. so many other B-Boys too. And these guys train hard. They train hard, bro. Like, you guys need to see the way these guys dance in Red Bull BC1, especially Phil Wizard because he's just killing it, bro. He's just killing it out there. Um, Phil Wizard? Phil Wizard, yeah. B-Boy Phil Wizard. Y'all gotta check him out. Yeah. Okay. Y'all need to check him out for sure. I don't care what you guys are doing. At the end of this episode, you guys are searching him right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, Let's see. Um, I'm blanking out on what the next question is going to be. Damn. I'm, (laughs) I'm out of it today. It's this job thing, man. It's got me fucked up. Oh, man. You've been working long hours, bro. I don't blame you. Nah, it's figuring out if I'm going to take the job. Alright. Shit. One last one. Wow, I'm really fucking up on this one. Shit. (laughs) It's all good, bro. It's all good. I'm nervous too, man. I'm pretty sure I stuttered like 50,000 times. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I'll get the audio engineering done so it's seamless anyway. (laughs) All right. um, Yeah, and the last question I guess is going to be like, fuck. I don't know. It's not going to work because we already talked about it. Shit. Nah. Nah, scrapping that too. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I am failing today. Shit. I think it's because I'm a little sick too. Uh, Oh, yeah, you are, bro. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Let's close it out. All right. Jay? Yo. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Brother, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, man. It's an honor to be on this podcast. 
<laughs> of course, bro. Of course. Thank you for doing this. Uh, you have anything, anything you're working on right now that you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Um, not really, man. Just uh, you know, you can find me on Instagram as J Avila, J underscore Avila. Same with Twitter. If you guys want to see my Twitter, but you know, that's I'm gonna leave that to you guys. This is your guys' discretion. I'm just gonna warn you guys right now. There's a lot of he just tweets about girls. Yeah, <laughs> and comedic stuff on there. You know, I make some TikToks and chillers. You know, they're on there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I've seen it. No, definitely. I just I don't really want to jinx anything right now. I am working on something really big for myself, at least. And it's, you know, it's a really it's a really huge passion project. But just stay tuned, man. I'm I'm gonna share it with you guys really soon here, and hopefully you guys will like it. So, okay, sounds good, man. Perfect. Sounds good to me. All right. Perfect. All right, bro. Yeah. Follow right, Jay. Follow Jay at Jay Avila on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, Jay underscore Avila, right? Yes, sir. Jay underscore Avila. We'll have his uh, his info in the description of the episode. Um, as always, the podcast is provided by and distributed by Anchor. You can find us anywhere. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow, comment wherever you are streaming from because it helps us a lot give us a rating if you're on apple Podcasts and all that stuff helps us out a lot uh if you head to our anchor website you can if you like what you hear you can make a donation and yeah that's about it that's all right from me from jay that's gonna be it everybody thanks for tuning in life's a movie peace life's a movie (laughs) peace